episode 193 of the Witty and Gritty podcast. This is Galatians 6, 9 through 10. We're going to read, pray, talk, tell through it. Yes, and so we're going to start with Galatians 6, 9, and 10, and I'll read the ESV version. Here we go. And let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. So then, as we have opportunity, let us do good to everyone, and especially to those who are of the household of faith. And the NLT. So let's not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we'll reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. Therefore, whenever we have the opportunity, we should do good to everyone, especially those in the family of faith. Awesome job. Brooke, well read. You too, Farron. Good job. (laughs) (laughs) We're getting better at reading out loud. Hooray. So, of course, we're going to want you to go back and read chapter 6. And we have another resource for you. Yes. Okay, so we use YouVersion, the Bible app, on the phone. It's one of the popular ones. If you just type in YouVersion, all one word, it'll pop right up as the Holly Bibli, and you can read it. And it reads it out loud. It has a bunch of features. It has devotionals. And even if you click on the verses we just read, it'll put it into a really pretty phone picture, like a, what do you call them, screensaver? No, nope, yeah. that's computers. Well, wallpaper. Phone background. Wallpaper. Screensavers, are those even a thing anymore? <laughs> they are in my world. Okay, great. So you can have a pretty screensaver, Farron, or whatever you want to put on your phone. It makes me think Home of the screen. office when the thing is bouncing around <laughs> and they're all waiting for it to hit in the yes. corner and Michael thinks they're reacting to his speech. Oh, yeah, I love my it. goodness. Okay, when you do go back and read chapter 6, I'm going to bring you back up to the first verse again. Wait, before, can I say something? Yes, please do. Okay, so now that you've walked through our fave five after this episode and you've done all your homework... You've read a whole book, your first book of the year, maybe even. Look at you. Congratulations, you've read all of Galatians. And not just read it, you've actually done well with it. You've put intention to it. One of our preachers, we've had him on our podcast episode, Randy Wade, he recently said on his Facebook page that a lot of people want to just read through the Bible and not dive deep in it. So you're checking the box of reading through the Bible, but it's quantity, not quality. And yeah. would you rather have four quarters or a hundred pennies, right? So, quantity. Which ties I back. I meant quality. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> I think I was talking, so you better say quality <laughs> one more time. So you'd rather have quality reading. Exactly. And that ties back to some of the ideas we've talked about in Galatians, which is, you know, the checklist, why are you doing it, your heart posture, faith versus works, right? You don't get extra credit in heaven mm-hmm. just for saying you read the whole Bible. We want to be... Not just hearers of the word, but doers and take it to heart. Mm-hmm. Well, if you did do that, and you, you said the first book of the year, but guys, there was a time not too long ago that it would have been the first book I had read in my life. <laughs> and that's just being honest. So if that's you, you're where I was not too long ago. So hang in there. But the first chap- first verse in chapter 6 says, Brothers, if anyone is caught in any transgression, you who are spiritual should restore him in a spirit of gentleness, which we just Mm -hmm. referred to. This is one of the verses because we're doing our fave five. So it was hard to say goodbye to that verse, but it's so good because there's so much you could do to just teach your kids about helping your stumbling brother. And then it's that spirit of gentleness too. Which is elaborated on when it says, keep watch on yourself too, lest you Mm -hmm. too be tempted. So in this chapter, so good. Yeah, if you're correcting somebody not with gentleness, 
then you're probably not being patient. You're probably lacking self-control. It's not not coming from a place of love. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, anywho, we try to narrow it down to five. I see this being difficult for us. (laughs) But just know that, yes, we knew that was there. We're hoping you see it, too, when you go back and read the chapter for yourself. Yeah, and you can read, pray, talk, tell through that on your own. Exactly. Now that you've seen it modeled. We currently release one episode a week. And if you're like, but I need more. Well, guess what? There's this book called the Bible. Yeah. Full of it. Full of verses. (laughs) Just pretend we're reading it with you. Okay. So I really like this verse for a lot of reasons, especially depending on life phase. If it's saying, don't get tired of doing the right thing, which sometimes that is hard to do. Or if you're constantly in a position where you're doing the right thing and getting It's not enjoyable. Any of the times that you're doing the right thing, it is really hard to keep that up just on account of that is what God told you to do, so you're going to do it. And it can make you feel like maybe it's not the right thing, right? Uh (laughs) When When you're not reaping from it. You could be questioning yourself. Mm-hmm. But in this verse, it also says at the right time, you're going to reap the harvest. So like you, Farron, with the example we used last week with your kindness and your thoughtfulness, you had been doing the right thing. All those seeds were being planted. And then at the right time, boom, you're out, you're getting after it. So your time's coming because it says it right here. It says at the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing. And then right after that, it says if we don't give up. Yeah. I heard on another podcast the idea about seasons that, like, man, if you plant, you know, summer squash in November, it doesn't matter how (laughs) well you plant it, Mm -hmm. how good the soil is, how much you water it, it can't grow in that season. Yeah. But if you prepare, like in the Autumn Miles series on I Am Rahab, um, we talked about how, like, well, there is still work to be done in the other seasons. Yes. You got to prep the soil and so on, fertilize it and prepare it, rid it of weeds and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. So there is work to do, but it's kind of like being logical with yourself. Uh, and we can't see exactly what's happening behind the scenes, right. but putting logic to it so we don't feel so uh, burnt out. But, you know, you can't grow summer vegetables in a winter season. Yeah. So. And that's a great way to pray through it, too. So instead of saying, let's not get tired of doing what's good, God, help me not get tired of doing what is good. I know at just the right time, I'll reap a harvest of blessing. Please don't let me give up. Yes. And if you are wondering if, man, am I even doing the right thing? Mm -hmm. I'm not seeing the fruits of it. Um, I I don't think that's sinful to wonder, but I do think you should take it to God first. Instead of making decisions based on your earthly view, so or to your speak. feelings, feelings yes. are liars. Feelings are also temporary One, too. There are situations where God tells you to be in a position, and you're doing that, and you're doing the right thing consistently. But it's also important to, like you said, Farron, check back in, stay in constant conversation with Him because that might be the right time you need to shift. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to know it if you're not looking for it or asking God about it. He oh. might shove you in the right direction if He's like, "Come on, guys, come on." Like Paul, yeah. get it together. In the gangster prayer se- series, also by Autumn Miles, uh, we did one of the chapters was on timelines too. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know, I never heard from anyone, but I remember feeling this urge to say, if you're out there and you're waiting for something and your reason for possibly quitting is time, I'm going to encourage you to not let that go. So, I, like I shared, in who the was last, it for me? I, who knows? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe there was lots of people that knew Because we that. recorded it before. 
Yeah. Farron, it was for me, maybe. Yeah. Here, now you're hearing from me. <laughs> it's about time. <laughs> Just kidding. Timelines. No, but I think it's kind of going back to the example I shared last week with my older daughter. Like, was your whole day bad? Or is it really just this one event or person? Mm -hmm. So if you're considering not doing the good thing you've been doing anymore and boil it down to, but what is the one reason why you want to give it up? And if it's a timeline thing, Mm -hmm. pray through it. I don't know the ins and outs of your situation, but help put it into perspective that maybe not the whole venture is wrong, but maybe Mm -hmm. there's just one part of it that's like not happening the way you thought it was going to. Yeah. And that's something you can pray about too, is help me. I know I might not get to know the timeline, but help me be patient with it and be faithful to what I'm supposed to be doing. There have been times where I have prayed for energy. God, just give me the energy to get out of bed and do the thing that I'm supposed to be doing because I don't want to do it, but I know I'm supposed to. So just give me the strength to even do it. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. You can pray that. That's fine. Obviously, we want to take it to God first, but this is another situation or verse that I feel like it is so good to have community to talk it out with. Yes. I I shared, too, that Brooke is a great rally cry encourager, gives you that pep talk, help you pull your bootstraps, yourself up by your bootstraps. But, yeah, so you can definitely talk to people in times of need. Well, and... Being able so like let's just take our CG for example. Each of y'all are equipped with different skill sets. So I could bring something to you guys that I need help with doing the right thing because I know that's what I'm supposed to be doing. And each of y'all can help me in a different way. One of y'all could pray for it. One of you could hold my hand and make and walk me to where I need to go. I mean, there's different ways people can rally around you. And also, if you've burnt out your spouse on the topic. That might be a thing, because I know I did that. So it was great to be able to go to my girlfriends and Farron to be like, hey, <laughs> I can't say this one more time. Yeah. So here we are. And maybe you know you're not supposed to quit, but I like what you keep bringing up about energy. Like, you know you need to stick with it, but dang, it's hard. Yeah. It is hard. So, you know, it, all who are burdened can come to Jesus and find rest in him. Uh, and so I want to challenge you too. Are you trying to find rest in other things? Ooh. I know for me, you know, I might, I have not taken a nap in a long time. Is there a law against napping? Not that I know of. But I'll tell you that I would take a nap and I wouldn't necessarily like, you know, when you wake up too soon and you feel worse than before, or maybe I was like putting off things I needed to do and validating it with a need for a nap but then Mm -hmm. you wake up and you've lost more hours in your day and now you have less time to get done the things you need to get done before you took the nap right and so anywho what a conundrum to say is you know if you're tired where are you attempting to find rest Mm -hmm. and so maybe either pray one like you've said for more energy but better ways to get more efficient rest right and don't forget verse 10 where it says Whenever we have the opportunity, we should do good to everyone, especially those in the family of faith. So the reverse of this, we're seeking our community for help, but also being able to help. Recently, our community rallied around someone who were struggling with just different things all at once. Boom, boom, boom. And we were able to step up as a collective to do something for that family and bless that family. And that's being able to see the opportunity, have someone step up and be like, hey, let's do this. And everyone else is like, that's a great idea. I was thinking that too. Or me, 
I hadn't thought of that yet. So it was nice for someone to be like, hey, let's do this thing. Great. I'm totally on board with that. Exactly. And maybe you're not good at asking for help. Yeah. So maybe you need to pray on being better about that too. And receiving it when someone comes to help you. Yeah. And that's, that's fine. That all, and those are things you all pray, you pray about consistently. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. Now, how are we going to turn around and teach this to others, our kids, our people we're leading? How are we going to teach someone to not get tired of doing what is good? So I'm just thinking of our kids. If they're doing the right thing on the soccer field and there is a team that is either breaking the rules or being ugly, I mean, you, you still do the right thing. Mm-hmm. How are we going to instill that into the kids and help them see the bigger picture there. And I think it's letting them, first of all, know that they are, in fact, doing the right thing. Yeah. Uh, we talked from an adult perspective of questioning, like, I'm not seeing any fruit. Is this even the thing I'm supposed to be doing? Yeah. So, one, speaking life into them first and foremost, like, you're doing the right thing. The sports example, my uh, Brianna, my middle child, she uh, is a pretty good defender. But sometimes the other team scores. Sometimes they have like a wicked shot or mm-hmm. terrible luck. She clears it. It bounces off the a thigh kid's of the face. other team and goes <laughs> in the goal. And she's gotten so much better at not instantly falling apart and beating herself up. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's taken like intentionality and diligence and having also Brooke speak into her and not just me. <laughs> well, I think we could talk about that too. Yeah. There's been times where, I mean, we do this for each other. We've mentioned yes. on the podcast before. Mm-hmm. You know how... You're preaching to your kids, like, here's this stuff, mm-hmm. and it does not click until their teacher says it, or a friend's parent says it, or, and they're like, oh, I get it, and you're like, I've been saying the same <laughs> thing for years, but that's okay, because sometimes it just, it, you just got to know that it's going to click, so there's the verse right there, don't get tired of preaching to your kids, staying on them about it, because at the right time, it could be someone else saying it, it could be you again for the millionth time, it's going to click. Just don't give up on that. Yeah. And uh, my oldest daughter has an August birthday. So if you're in education, you know that sometimes those summer birthdays or birthdays right before the cutoff um, can sometimes make school challenging. Mm -hmm. And so I've seen it as, you know, a grown educator that since she was in pre-K, that about this time of year, this January-ish, uh, the light bulb clicks. It's like she kind of catches up processing yeah, wise. Six months will do a whole lot. And so I've started speaking this to her in such a way. And I knew I could because I knew she wasn't going to slack in the fall and say, well, my mom said that this mm-hmm. light bulb goes off and so I don't have to work till the spring. But it's funny because at right before Christmas, she was saying, talking about I'm getting my work done faster or this was really hard for me, but I learned this quicker than I learned the last concept. And That's so awesome. she's having that realization that if she will just keep with the work, mm-hmm. um, my youngest is just learning the concept of practice. Mm-hmm. She thought in her little head, four years old, but man, she is verbal. But she thought she was going to show up to soccer the first day. Be and, awesome like mom and be the best <laughs> like mom. And she wasn't. And she wanted to quit. And I had to tell her, like, the girls that seemed to be better had played before. Mm-hmm. They practice every day. And by the end of the season, they all, as four-year-olds, they're all pretty much done. But she did recognize, like, I passed it to so-and-so and they scored two times. And mm-hmm. I'd tell her, and how did you get that good at soccer? Yeah. Practice. 
practice. Man, I have another soccer example. So I've had, in the past, I've coached high school 6A varsity teams. And there was one player who really struggled with certain rules or things I had in place because it was it was what was best for the team. Mm-hmm. Like, we're showing up at this time. This is how you show up. This is what we're doing. Like, it's attention to detail and all the things that aren't even soccer. And that was really difficult for that person to understand. She wanted to quit. Her parents did not let her. Mm-hmm. They said, nope, you're going to stick to it. MVP, full ride, stud athlete. Now she's a PT. Like, she's awesome. But just that hurdle of having to... You got you to gotta stick to these things because we know they're good for you. We just got to stick to it. And that was able to equip, equip her later. And mm-hmm. now she's crushing it. I think another phrase I use in general, even with myself, is your future self. Yes. Your future self will thank you yes. for what you're going to do today. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something I'm, I think, a newer term mm-hmm. that I've been preaching to them. Jacob has modeled <laughs> getting stuff together the night before, yeah, which is so foreign to me. I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> I'm the night before, week before, what could... No, no, no. I'm like, think about it before you go to bed. Mm-hmm. Try to remember what you mm-hmm. thought while you brush your teeth the next day. Oh, no, And no, then forget no. a couple things and ask your husband <laughs> to bring it to you. <laughs> I am the, it's so funny how opposite we are. Like, uniforms are laid out top to bottom, shirt, shorts, socks with shin guards, cleats right by there. Oh, man. Well... We've had some natural consequences where kids forget <laughs> lunch boxes. Yes, and it happens. No one bats a thousand. Yeah, and Grace. I don't know why they don't call me. Then that's why I always call my mom. This is not a new problem. <laughs> uh, it's hereditary. <laughs> I think I've shared before, maybe not. At least maybe not on the podcast. But I did have a teacher tell me, "You're not going to be able to call your mom when you have a big girl job." And then, as a big girl, I called my husband. <laughs> and, I do remember that. And I did. I did think of her, and I was like, "Yeah, right, I can't could, call my mom." But I will call my husband. <laughs> she could see me now. <laughs> Thriving. <laughs> but I do think oh. this idea of preparing for your future self kind of goes hand in hand. Of mm-hmm. Like when you're tired, set that coffee pot out. Put your Bible study out mm-hmm. and find the book light and the highlight. Set yourself up for success yes. so you can just walk into it. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's cheating or whatever. But yeah, do the do the hard things. It's removing friction, just like yep. with atomic habits. It's setting yourself up for success. We'll link that mini series. And then back to that verse 10, doing good for others. So with your kids, we're pouring into them, teaching them this skill. So now what you can ask them, okay, who's someone that you think is struggling and maybe you could help with something like, what are you good at? How could you help a friend with this? Is someone sitting by themselves all the time or doesn't ever have a partner? Can you go be their partner one time? There are a lot of ways that can translate to everyday life for a kid. Yeah. Uh, now if I tell them, man, I hope I don't forget to take this tomorrow. They tell me, why don't you go put it in your car? Genius. And I'm like, it worked. Good job. You're right. <laughs> see, they've already reaped in harvest. <laughs> but I really don't want to. I want to see if I'll remember. <laughs> it's the game I play. It's a little risky. But then I have to because I'm have modeling Jacob. it. <laughs> yeah. Except he's in a season where he can't do that for oh, me, so I go put it in my car. better get it together. <laughs> you can call me, Farron. I'll bring you your lunch. Don't enable me. <laughs> oh, what a fine line. All right, guys. That wraps up the book of Galatians. Wow, that was fun. Or Galatians. Galatians with your Galantine. I can't wait till someone volunteers to read scripture and they say, from the book of Galatians. Gosh, darn it. <laughs> Dang it, Farron and Brooke. <laughs> Uh, All right, guys, tune in next week for our next Letter from Paul.
Oh, can't wait. Bye.